0: That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No necessary. Forward, work, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everyone, just some quick notes before we start the episode. Unfortunately, there are some background noises and table of mic bumps in this episode. Normally, I can edit most, if not all, of that out, but these noises showed up after the show was edited and I had enhanced the sound. I did edit the episode again, but I couldn't remove everything, and I am sorry for that. In the show notes, you will find links to Lazy Susan's Twitter and YouTube accounts, as well as the Comedy Quiz's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram accounts. All the accounts can be (laughs) found in the show notes. Lastly, if you do enjoy the episode, please do give us a rating and or review. If you want to listen to more episodes or subscribe, there is a link, big surprise, to do so on your platform of choice. Thanks, everybody. I hope you enjoy this episode.
1: Welcome to the Comedy Quiz Podcast. Each show, we pit two comedians against each other to
0: play a game of fact or fiction. And now, let's welcome your Quizmaster, David Shore! Thank you, Shuley Cowan. Always nice to be here on the Comedy Quiz Fact or Fiction. And guess what, everybody? This week, we have a double act all the way from the UK. If you don't know what a double act is, Google it. No, it's two people who perform comedy together, and they are known as Lazy Susan, and they have their own BBC Three sketch show. Let's meet them. First, she's an actress, writer, producer, and sketch artist whose film and TV credits include The Bubble, The Windsor's Wonderlust. And this country, please welcome to the show Celeste Dring. Hello, Celeste.
2: Hello, David.
0: And she is an actress, writer, producer, and comedian whose film and TV credits include The Mash Report, Jurassic World Dominion, and Wonka. Please welcome Freya Parker. Hello, Freya. Hello, David. Oh, you're both so so subdued and cool, like like the English are. Don't. Be- <laughs> Don't be afraid to get emotional on the show. It's all good. It's all good.
1: Enthusiasms
2: this is for suckers. We'll never do it. <laughs> Too cool. This is us peak.
0: This is us <laughs> <a laughs> peak. <laughs> peak Susan, is that what it is? Or peak Lady? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. It's 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 also great to see the two of you. I haven't seen either of you in maybe five or six I know, weeks. Like I don't like a thousand years. Is yeah. it really
2: uh, that long? Wow.
0: I guess since I left, since I left the UK in 2016. And and then everything went to shit once I left. Mm -hmm. Nothing to do with Brexit. All to do because I left the UK. Mm -hmm. Yeah, There you go. Anyways, let's talk about the comedy quiz. The way the show works is I'm going to read a statement, and then each contestant will have to decide if that statement is fact or fiction. Please feel free to play along at home. And our main topic today is the island nation of Japan. Have either of you, uh, uh, Celeste or Freya, have you been to Japan before?
1: I believe, I believe we've both been, not together. We've both been, yeah.
0: Mm. Okay, then you I might went and then know.
2: Freya copied me. <laughs> okay.
1: worked, went right. down, yeah. I can't, I can't deny it. Can't <laughs> deny it.
0: Well, you may actually know some of these answers, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Let's play. Our first statement is, in Japan, people between the ages of 40 and 74, must have their wastes measured annually to ensure that they stay healthy. Fact or fiction? Freya, why don't we start with you?
1: Ooh. I mean, it It sounds true, doesn't it? But then I guess that's why. That <laughs> quiz, I guess. <laughs> he's got me there. He's, he's bloody got me there. It just, I mean, it seems very, uh, very harsh, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. But then they do have one of the sort of healthiest populations in the world, don't they? One of the largest aging populations. So they're obviously doing something right. Do you want to know a Ooh. weird
2: fact um, sure. in Japan? And this isn't this isn't one of the questions, but apparently- <laughs> it might be. You don't know.
0: It might, it might <laughs>
2: you can use it. There's um, a stat is that nappies for adults <gasps> outsell nappies for babies in Japan. True story.
0: You know what? That just might be that people are honest about their nappies in Japan. Yeah, yeah. Sad yeah. news for the yeah. two of you who are much younger than me. We're all heading there. For <laughs> <to> adult <laughs> daffies, Which it, uh, for people outside the UK, it's it's uh, adult diapers, just so you know. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yes. Um, thank you for translating. Yeah. I mean, the waist measurement also suggests that they are very much going for the size health. They're buying into the idea that size and health are linked, which they not necessarily are. So mm-hmm. you can have a bigger waist, but be very... Fit and healthy. So, if it is a method that they use, I would
1: suggest that it's a bit unsound. Celeste, no offense, Japan. Are you criticizing the Japanese government? There (laughs) doesn't feel great, does it? Can we not not get can we not get cancelled on this? I'm not. I'm criticizing the Japanese government, Freya, and not for the first time.
2: It's uh, (laughs) (laughs) weird. It's weirdly become my brand. So (laughs) I don't know. Everyone should
0: check out uh, Celeste's podcast. Celeste uh, comments on Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a A small but
2: loyal listenership.
1: (laughs) Yeah, just you and your mum. I'm not that big (laughs) in Japan. I'll say that.
0: All right, Frank. What do you think?
1: Um. Ah, my head says it's false, but my heart says it's true. i'm going to go. I bet it's true. I bet it's false, but I'm going to say true.
0: All right. So you're saying fact, and Celeste, what do you think, fact or fiction?
1: Oh,
2: I wish I thought about it more instead of making jokes. (laughs) Very much regret my silly little jokes now. I'm going with fiction just to do the opposite of Freya. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, so Freya says it's fact. Celeste says it's fiction. Let's find out.
2: It's a fact.
0: (gasps) No! Yes, that's right. It is a fact in Japan that uh, people between the ages of 40 and 74 must have their weights measured annually. Uh, And companies even arrange for weight loss classes to help overweight employees keep fit. So there you go.
1: Oh, what do they look like as well? The classes, not the... <laughs> wow. I don't know. All right,
0: but right, let's move on to our next statement. Upon turning 75, Japanese citizens receive a congratulatory letter from the government, along with a small gift like hand towels, package sweets, or a picture frame. Fact or fiction? Celeste, why don't we start with you this time?
2: Well... They're big into gift culture over there, aren't they? Mm-hmm. So that checks out. I did go to Japan when I was 19 as part of a very inexcusably bad production of A Midsummer Night's Dream. <laughs> and we toured it around different universities and schools and for a month. And one of the things we were told was pack your case with lots of little gifts because you we were mm-hmm. staying with families and hosts and you'd have to do this gift exchange when you arrived. And I remember burning through all my gifts in like the second night because I, I stayed with this young girl and her grandmother and I kept giving the grandmother gifts, but then she kept disappearing to a little room and bringing out another gift. So then I would give her <laughs> a gift <laughs> and I used all my gifts. What, um, what were your gifts? Oh gosh, I don't remember. There's like little like ornaments. Um, I think a candle it had to be small things that you could carry around Mm -hmm. some of them were like sort of paper ornaments that had got kind of crushed in there they weren't great they weren't great gifts (laughs) um but so I I can believe the gift culture aspect but 75 seems a little bit young to me is that is that really a milestone to be like well done because you get a letter from the Queen, don't you in the UK you're
1: playing that David's 75 why are you asking
2: him (laughs) no true i'm um, unbelievable. unbelievable um i'm so young and hip i don't i don't know if i've ever <laughs> even seen a 75 year old it's just me and the gen z's hanging out uh on our snap snap chats etc um, but yeah 75 seems a bit young to me you get you get like a letter from the queen in the uk when you turn 100 and that mm-hmm. makes sense but 75 strikes me as a bit young is what i'll say
0: so you're saying it's fiction?
2: I am leaning towards that, yeah. But what does
0: You've got to make a choice. Make a choice.
1: <laughs> I'm saying fiction. I'm saying All right, fiction. You're, you're
0: saying fiction. Freya, what do you think? Fact or fiction?
1: Well, I'm wondering, because it comes so quickly after the sort of end of the waist measuring phase, because <laughs> there's sweets in there. I'm wondering if yeah. it's a, like, thank you, now <laughs> fucking slipping in a cruise control. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a one-way ticket to obesity town, no. please. And have a, some toys for the journey. Um, <laughs> I I like the idea of it. I'm going to say that it's fact because
0: right, some, so
1: say... some governments do give gifts to their people. Is it like the Netherlands who give that baby box to new parents? It's like oh. nappies and wipes, and then weirdly like a little box for it to sleep in.
0: I did not know that. After that, might be another topic for another show. Although, yeah, look
1: at even look, as I'm look, saying it, it doesn't doesn't feel totally true, but I'm sure I read that somewhere. So I'm going to say fact. You're
0: saying fact. And yeah. let's fiction. Let's find out.
1: It's fiction. <gasps>
0: oh, that's right. It is fiction. It's something I totally made up, kind of based on the whole thing about the queen sending out a letter. I mean, the queen's people sending out a letter uh, when you do turn 100. So well thought out there. Thank you. All right. So let's move on to our next statement. In Japan, companies and people can sue for defamation if you damage their honor. Even if the statement or information that you share is true, fact or fiction, Freya, why don't we start with you?
1: Hmm. I mean, feels legally quite shaky, doesn't it? But I know honors honors a big deal <laughs> to some people. <laughs> not to me, not to me clearly because I'm a comedian and I will do literally anything hmm. for a laugh. So what? So you can. You can literally say something that is true, but if it damages their reputation, Well, if it, if
0: it damages their honour. Their honour. Yeah, if it damages their honour, even if it's a true statement, you can be sued for defamation.
1: Japan's a very, I'm not sure if you're aware, David, but Japan's a very old country. <laughs> is it? Um, Celeste, know. maybe you might want might to listen <laughs> up as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm banking on that they've got some really old laws knocking around. Like, we've still got active laws in this country that have never been kind of um, cancelled that like you can kill, I think you can kill a Scotsman within the city walls of York with a crossbow. <laughs> They've just never like dealt with that law, and I'm sure it's like, isn't it punishable by death to kill a swan because the queen owns all the swans? Celeste, there's definitely you know,
2: something about swans in there. I do, re- yeah, that's that's ringing a bell. And once so, the, yeah, they,
1: they can. It could be an arcane law, yeah, because, yeah, that's still sort of active. Um, and I feel I think, like, yeah. No, no,
2: you
1: go, you go. No, I was just going to say it's also a law that nowadays I think certain people, (laughs) brackets men, am I right, Um, would want to sort of keep, like rich and powerful people I think would probably want to keep that because surely that's just like the greatest loophole of all time if you're a bad apple. Because even if people are like, you're a terrible person, they could be like, ow, I'm going to sue you actually. (laughs) Um, So I'm going to say that it's a fact.
0: All right, you're I it's the Japanese
1: people that it is fiction.
0: Okay. Celeste, what about you? What do you think?
1: Well, see, I think you've been very clever
2: here again, David, because you've taken <laughs> something with a kernel mm. of truth. Yeah. And then I don't know if you've twisted it or not.
1: Mm-hmm. It's classic David Shaw at the end of the day. That's <laughs> me. It's me. Classic. Classic Yes, <laughs>
2: <BS>. Because <laughs> there is that, I'm thinking of like Japanese honor, obviously culturally it's a huge thing. What's mm. that thing that the samurai used to do is it said, I don't want to mispronounce it. I think it's seppuku or something like that. S-E-P-P. Bull on on your sword. Uh, Yeah, it's where you basically kill yourself rather than Mm -hmm. have the enemy or be dishonoured. So I do think the Japanese are capable of taking honour to extremes. But Mm -hmm. I also think it's so poorly defined for a legal thing. Mm. Oh, I'm struggling. If Freya's gone with fact, can I go with fact as well?
1: Of course. Why do I I feel like we're playing right into his hands? (laughs) I
2: know, I know. I am going to, I'm going to potentially dishonor myself and say fiction.
0: Okay, so you're saying fiction and Freya says it is a fact. Yeah. Let's find out.
2: It's a fact. Oh, no. (laughs) That's right. Is I guess I've got to go fall on my
0: sword. Oh, yeah, no. You can be sued in Japan for defamation if you damage a company or a person's uh, honor, even if the statement is true. There are exemptions, however, if you are stating facts that are in the public interest or if you're a, a whistleblower exposing company fraud. But mm-hmm. for example, if you tell a coworker that your married boss is having an affair, even though it's true, you could get sued for defamation. Wow. So there you go. All right, yeah. let's move on to our next statement. A 2019 government report found that 91% of all trains in Japan were on time that year. Fact or fiction? Celeste, why don't we start with you this time?
2: Again, this could well be true. I mean, they're, they're known for their timekeeping. It's absolutely yeah. astonishing, their rail network and the punctuality. And I think that's very common with... Sadly, cities that have been destroyed quite a lot because they have to be rebuilt. Mm-hmm. So Tokyo, places like Berlin, they often have very efficient rail networks because they've been built later. And that's why ours is so terrible, or that's the excuse that we like to make anyway. The <laughs> underground is very old. So I could, did you say 91% were
0: on time? In 2019, 91% I of trains if, were on time that year.
2: I wonder if that's even a little bit low. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a higher percentage of trains that were on time, so again, this is a tricky one where if it's it's not if it's not not fact, it's very close to being fact mm. uh, I don't know, but it wouldn't serve me well because I'm chronically late, so I'm always praying for <laughs> I was going to the airport the other day and i I was going to miss a train and I was just- wi- I was just reloading the departure table, willing the train to be late. So it, it wouldn't work well for me, but I
0: Was it late? It, Was the train late? No.
2: no. <laughs> no. Strangely, my, me trying to sort of psychically compel it to be late didn't work that time, but I'm not going right. to lose faith. I'm certainly not going to no. change my approach and be on time. I'm just going to keep trying to uh, telepathically delay trains. Right. Okay. <laughs> it just makes sense, particularly when I say <laughs> it out loud like that. <laughs> All
0: right. So do you think this is fact or fiction? Fiction. All right, so you say it's fiction, uh, Freya. What about you? What do you think?
1: So I was going to say the same thing about it seeming a little bit low. That's convenient. We'll take you. We'll take your word for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I've got an independent adjudicator here, actually. Who will <laughs> step in, Michael? If you could just confirm.
0: Oh uh, yeah, she was going to say that.
2: Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to count to see you both for tarnishing my honor.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I think I feel like it's something like ninety six percent or something insane yeah percentage we could only dream of in this country truly i have become someone who complains about trains i'm that guy that guy now (laughs) train prices um Mm. when i when i was in when i was in tokyo obviously we saw you know when there's like a we traveled once at rush hour and there are uh very smartly dressed men with white gloves who like push commuters onto trains and then they they the trains about to come in they all stand on the platform and they put an arm out like soldiers. So like everyone puts their right arm out. So they're all like at the perfect sort of distance away from each other. And then they, they, they re- they're really forceful, but I don't know. Did they do, I was going to say, did they do that in the pandemic? But I guess there, there were no trains. Anyway, fabulous story for me. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say that it's uh, fiction. Okay. Yeah. So
0: you're both saying that it's fiction. Okay. Let's find out. It's fiction. that's right you're both correct it is fiction while bullet trains are known for being on time they make up a small percentage of trains in japan and normal trains suffer from daily delays oh yeah so celeste that would be good for you if you took normal train (laughs) so
2: okay oh great i'm moving to japan then my people finally
0: Okay, but but you've been criticizing the government fairly heavily in the podcast that you and your mom i'm
2: blowing hot and cold i'm all over the place yeah
0: (laughs) All right, let's move on to our last question in this round. Sorry, last statement. Tokyo has a reputation of being one of the cleanest cities in the world. Part of that is due to the fact that public waste bins are emptied up to five times a day. Fact or fiction? Freya, what do you think?
1: Again, it feels true, David. Like all of these statements, um, five times a day feels excessive, but it was noticeably clean. I mean, London is disgusting. <laughs> oh, the, the parts of me and less live in, in anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw had a, had a rat in my in my own flat once. That's how that's how awful it was. Thought it was a mouse, it was a rat. It Went down mm. the toilet. Awful, absolutely Oof. awful. They can swim for a mile underwater. Apparently, <sighs> it's frightening. Five times a day. <sighs> I'm going to say that's fic fiction. I mean, it, but it was very clean. I know they have a thing. It's like culturally not, um, not very like decent to like eat on the street, right? Like in mm-hmm. this country, like everybody, like oh, everyone's just walking on like eating and people litter all the time. It really drives me nuts. But five times a day seems insane. So and is that, say-
2: are we allowed to ask any questions? Cause I, I guess, is that the, the bins themselves are getting empty, but that's not like a big truck doing, you know, taking the trash. Kind of thing five times. That's just like the the bins they're that, getting.
0: To be honest, I don't know. So okay. the okay. bins are being emptied five up to five times a day. So wait, Freya, where did you land? You were saying fiction.
1: I'm gonna say fiction because it seems it just seems a bit much to me.
0: Okay, so you're saying fiction, Celeste. What about you?
1: I think well, it's
2: potentially a bit wasteful, isn't it, if you're bagging up a not very full bin? Mm. But I can imagine that. You know, once that has been established and you've kind of got used to it, I don't know. I can imagine them emptying bins five times a day because that city is pristine. And also, I don't know, it just, something about it feels true to me. So I'm going to still, I don't know. I'm going to say it's fact. I'm going to say it's fact.
0: Okay, so Celeste, you say it's fact. Freya says it's fiction. Let's find out.
2: It's fiction.
0: No! (laughs) That's right. It is fiction. In fact, until a few years ago, you would be hard-pressed to find a public waste bin in Tokyo, Mm -hmm. as they were all removed after the uh, 1995 uh, Sarin gas attack. So only recently (gasps) started putting waste bins back into some public places. Mm. Okay, so at the end of round one, Freya is in the lead by a score of 4 the two, but don't worry, Celeste. There's plenty of time to catch up in the speed round. But let's get to meet our two contestants. And Celeste, I mentioned off the top of the show that the two of you have your own BBC Three uh, sketch show called Lazy mm-hmm. Susan. Can you tell us a bit about the show for people, particularly who are outside of the UK and may not have heard? Of it?
2: Yeah. So the show is a it's a sketch show, but it also it's kind of we do characters as well. So somewhere between character and sketch comedy, and mm-hmm. there's Four episodes plus a pilot and three out of the five end with a song. We got quite oh. a sort of music video type mm-hmm. things and song parodies. But yeah, and it's just sort of stupid characters that Freya and I do. So we've got um, a pair of radio DJs, which I think would be cross-cultural. It's sort of just inane radio mm-hmm. chatter and we've got uh, some women who are a little bit reality TV inspired, so they sort of talk about how they really hate drama and they just want to have a nice time, <laughs> and that we're sort of self generating a lot of drama. So it's uh, yeah, a lot of two hander sketches, and then just some stupid stuff, um, like <laughs> we once for one of the sketches put a dog toy in Freya's hair. Uh, she was ha- had a ponytail, and uh, sort of dog toy was clipped in. And she's on a date with a guy, and basically, when you turn the dog toy on, it looks like her ponytail is wagging like a dog's tail because she's so excited <laughs> to see this guy. Um, so there's also just stupid stuff like that in it as well. But yeah.
0: All right, and it, it, in the UK, obviously, people can watch it on uh, BBC iPlayer, like on mm-hmm. demand. Uh, but is it can people outside of the UK watch it? Like I watched a few. I watched one of your musical numbers on uh, YouTube, which I thought was very was very mm-hmm. fun. Uh, is there any other place other than YouTube? That people can. Watch.
1: I think YouTube might be your best bet. Or it, there's a couple of clips on our Twitter, which is just at Lazy Susan. And th- I think there will be some more being put onto YouTube.
2: Yeah, so, more, more more of the sketches are going to go onto YouTube. Right. So YouTube's probably your best bet. And then, yeah, we also have a sketch that went slightly that's viral on Twitter. That's one of our, that's our pinned tweet. So okay, so check, check out well.
0: Lazy Susan at Twitter or on YouTube to check that out. And Frey, I mentioned on top of the show that you are, mm-hmm. you're in a couple of like big movies coming out Wonka and Jurassic World Dominion and I understand like the Jurassic World film you shot it's interesting that Frey was in the film The Bubble about making a film in a bubble the mocking of of that situation but you were actually in that like you made the film during a bubble or the bubble what was that like
1: yeah well it was it was it was 2020 so when was it? it was I think it was maybe like August 2020 so it was really like Even having COVID tests back then was like, whoa, oh my God, like, what are the tests going to be like? Oh my God, Mm. it was like quite stressful. And we got asked to sort of like quarantine at home for a week. And we had to have like maybe about like 15 tests before we were even allowed to like go to the hotel. Then we had to quarantine at the hotel for a week. Oh, wow. And we had to like eat in our rooms or outside like on the terrace. It was a really nice hotel, but it was like not that warm. So you'd sort of just be sat on your coat like with the other people who weren't allowed into the hotel, just sort of watching everybody in the hotel. I just have like an absolutely lovely time. And you've <laughs> just sort of felt like the kind of lepers outside on the on the terrace. But yeah, but it was like it was intense. Like, I mean it's it's Jurassic Park, so it's obviously absolutely surreal. And it's me and another couple of comedians in it, all of whom are, you know, very much the B team. We were always like, sorry, what is happening? <laughs> like why <laughs> why are why are we here? Very happy to be here. So the whole thing was surreal because everybody was quarantining at the hotel. Mm-hmm. And this instalment of Jurassic Jurassic World like kind of ties up this like what would you call it? Like iteration of the <laughs> iteration of the franchise. Um, <laughs> nice so it
0: like
1: So it meant that like everybody was staying at the hotel. So like Jeff Goldblum was staying at the hotel, as was like Laura Dern. They were all they were all there. You'd be in the restaurant, like trying to be sort of <laughs> really play it cool, like hey, morning, morning. <laughs> morning. It was just utterly <laughs> surreal so like me and there was a tennis court so we were like oh we'll go we'll go and play tennis one day when we're not being used and then like jeff goldblum and jeff and his family just sort of walked down and we like hey can we uh can we like watch you play tennis and we were like um of course jeff <laughs> um, <laughs> well, you know, they, I'm, I'm,
0: they must have been bored too
1: yeah really really yeah, just, yeah that is scraping
2: the barrel, the barrel asking some <laughs> sketch comedians if, to, if they yeah, can watch yeah. you play tennis it's uh... yeah
1: yeah <laughs> it's, but it's him and his wife and his kids and then they were like, "Sorry, can uh, can my son like be the ball boy?" And we were like, "Yes, Jeff, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, Jeff." <laughs> <That's> <laughs> um, awesome. so just it was so it was, yeah so it's basically like a sort of a couple of weeks, like a month or so, of just just real real surreal. just playing tennis
2: in front of Jeff, like two just months playing, playing tennis for Jeff,
1: Goldberg. and he for, he started to force us to play every day. Yeah, um, <laughs> he, but he's not he is not who you think he is. He has right. to be stopped um no i mean my god one one elegant um chic man uh in real life so no it was just it was just great it was just like such a weird i think the pandemic just made it all the more weird and i think all of us on it everybody on it was like oh my god like everyone was just nerding out the whole time even on set someone would be like whistling the theme tune it was like it was probably this will be exactly what you would think it would be like i think everybody felt like a competition winner. <laughs> On the job. Oh,
0: cool, cool, cool. So so some interesting background there for when people go see uh, the movie and maybe they'll uh, include a tennis scene for Jeff Goldblum yeah, to watch. Yeah,
1: exactly. And probably, and just a, just a disclaimer, I probably will be edited out of it, so... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't be looking too hard for all right. deaf parts in this film. It, um, okay. Might not make it
0: in. <laughs> all right, well, let's move on to the speed round. And Celeste, since you are trailing, you get to choose which topic you want to answer and uh, for everyone out there uh, in the speed round i'm going to read a, a statement to one of the contestants at a time so celeste our two topics are ironically one of our topics is rats we already talked about rats so rats is one of the topics and the other topic is maple syrup so your choice is to which one you want to answer and you're going to go first rats or maple syrup
1: maple syrup hmm. sweet like me
0: oh. oh oh i don't have an <laughs> awe sound effect
1: You don't need one, David. This is a ploy to...
0: I can use maybe a... uh... Not really appropriate, but it's just kind of cute. (laughs) All right, Celeste, your topic is maple syrup. And here is your first statement. It takes 40 gallons of maple sap to make one gallon of maple syrup. Fact or fiction?
2: Well, I'll tell you what is a fact. And so I'm already regretting my choice (laughs) (laughs) on the subject. Could you repeat the question? How many gallons for what?
0: 40 gallons. It takes 40 gallons of maple sap. That's the stuff that actually comes out of the maple tree, right? To make one gallon of maple syrup.
2: I wish I had a better sense of what a gallon is. I'm really feeling like a useless millennial right now. It's the kind of thing my mum and dad would know.
0: I think in the UK it's like four and a half liters because there's the Imperial, which is the British uh, yeah. gallon, and the American gallon, which is smaller.
1: You want it in so less. You're not
2: going to get in my head, Freya, okay? So stop trying, all right? <laughs> I'm already in there. You just wait for the rats, okay? <laughs> um, I feel like that's an excessive number of gallons but i'm also conscious that maple syrup is very syrupy and thick i'm gonna say fiction
0: you're gonna say fiction i'm sorry it's a fact it does Gosh, take 40 gallons for goodness to make. sake one gallon of maple syrup let's move on maple syrup <sighs> comes in different colors from golden to very dark that is an actual fact the color is determined by how long the sap is boiled fact or fiction
2: that sounds true because generally the longer you boil things or for example when you boil sugar and it caramelizes if you boil it for too long it turns to dark caramel or it burns but I feel like this is a trick and that the color might be determined by something it's either that of ob- it's either more obvious than it sounds or it's a trick and maybe because I'm getting paranoid because I'm losing I feel like it's a trick so I'm gonna say that it's not determined by how long you boil it. Okay, so
0: you're it's saying fiction? fiction? That yeah. is a good choice, because it is fiction. As spring warms up, the sap becomes darker, thus producing a darker syrup. So it's got to do with what the temperature is like. Okay. Our next statement, the lighter the syrup, the healthier it is for you. Fact or fiction?
2: Again, I just, I don't I don't know enough about the maple syrup making process. I feel like with chocolate, the opposite is true. The lighter the chocolate, white chocolate is more sugary. So my instinct is to say that the dark is something about it being darker feels more natural, but darker could be more sugary if it's been in a warmer temperature. So I'm going to I'm going to say fact.
0: You're going to say fact. Sorry, mm-hmm. it is fiction. Oh! The darker the syrup, the more antioxidants it contains. So the darker <sighs> syrup is healthier. Healthier. But when, when you're talking about healthy syrup, it's a whole other story. It's sad
1: to see, Celeste. It is, you know. Okay. It's, it's, it's sad to hear about
2: healthy syrup. No one's going to syrup for health, are they? Just, you know, take it on its own terms.
0: All right. Of the 13 species of maple trees that thrive in North America, only three of them are tapped to make maple syrup fact or fiction
2: thirteen species, only three are tapped. I have no idea this I really don't know how to how to navigate if the other ten can't do it, I'm wondering why do they feel <laughs> left, do they feel left out mm-hmm. that they can't deliver as you know imagine being a maple tree that can't deliver the syrup you'd feel mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, like a, I was going to say a magician without a wand. That's weird. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I re- I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just scattergunning now. I've lost all sense of strategy. I'm clutching at straws and I'm saying fact.
0: You're saying fact. That's a good yeah. choice because it is indeed a fact. And your last statement in this round. Sap from the maple tree is only 2% sugar. Fact or fiction?
2: I feel like... Sap from the maple tree is only 2% sugar. So does that mean a maple syrup, they're pumping a load of sugar into it? Because it's very sweet. So does it just give the flavor and then they add the sugar? I I don't know. I, uh, fact.
0: You're going to say it's fact. It is a fact. Maple sap oh. is only 2% uh, sugar and they do not add sugar. As a Canadian, I can say they do not okay. add sugar to oh. uh, maple syrup. So Freya, It's up to you now. You've got five opportunities to score. In your topic of rats, here's your first statement. It is illegal to own a rat in the Canadian province of Alberta. Fact or fiction?
1: I'm going to say fact because maybe the rats are too naughty in the uh, environment. Maybe they damage houses and crops. Look, I don't know the region myself, so I'm covering all bases there.
0: Okay. So you're saying it's fact and you are correct. It is indeed a fact. It is illegal to own a pet rat in the province of Alberta. Your next statement is related to that one. Alberta is rat free. That is a fact and remains that way due to a five pound bounty on rats. Sorry, $5 bounty that's on rats. Rat. Fact or fiction?
1: A bounty is in like five quid to kill them. You get $5 five if you kill them. Is that what, yes. bounty is?
0: Yeah, what a bounty is? Yeah, sort
1: of a bounty is. A bounty is a chocolate bar over here, David.
0: Um, (laughs) It's a horrible chocolate bar. We have it too. Yeah. Coconut. Yeah, coconut. Yeah, it's
1: it's coconut. Um, I'm going to say fiction.
0: You're going to say fiction. And you are correct. It is fiction. (laughs) There is a whole different reason as to why Alberta is rat-free. And you can Google it. You can Google it and find out about the rat-free zone. Yeah, I will. All right. Your next statement. New York City has the largest rat infestation in the United States. Fact or fiction?
1: (sighs) Yeah. I mean, it feels true, doesn't it? And there's there's a lot of there's a lot of shit in the sewers, isn't there? Crocodiles, rats, probably mating together.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm gonna say. I mean, I mean, there's lots of cities in America, isn't there? Wow, what a statement from me. I'm gonna say. <laughs> I'm gonna say fact.
0: You're gonna say fact. It is indeed yeah. fiction. Uh, The largest rat infestation in the United States is Chicago. Oh, the first rat I ever saw, I will say, was in New York (laughs) City. I would have thought that was fact as well. Your next statement, rat's teeth never stop growing. Fact or fiction?
1: Oh, my good God. Oh, that's awful. (sighs) And this
0: is, by the way, the speed round.
1: No, yeah, I mean. (laughs) What do do you mean by that? All right, I'm going to say fact.
0: You're going to say fact? Yeah. Yeah, it's gross to think about. And it is indeed a fact. Rats teeth never stop growing. And uh, your last statement. Pet rats can learn their names and come to you when called. Fact or fiction.
1: I'm going to say fact. I knew someone who had a load of pet rats. You never really look at someone the same way again once you know that that's their choice of pet. Um, But they're all dead now, so RIP. Um, Fact.
0: (laughs) You're saying fact. It is indeed a fact. Rats can learn their names. And pet rats, except on Alberto, we're not allowed a pet rat. They will come to you. Let's see.
2: Who's the winner?
0: Well, the winner by a score of eight to five is Freya Parker yes. is the winner I have a feeling she's gonna brag about this for maybe a day because you're English people you. and you don't like to brag nah, no. about things and guess what everybody that is the end of the show yay, yay! I'd like to thank our contestants, Freya Parker and Celeste Dring, a.k.a. Lazy Susan. You can follow them on Twitter at Lazy Susan. If you like today's show, please give us a review and hit subscribe. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Comedy Quiz Pod. My name is David Shore. On behalf of Shirley Cowan and myself, thank you so much for listening. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Rat's
1: teeth never stop
0: growing.
2: Sleep well. (laughs)
0: Ha, 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 ha.